Do you know what it will entice you to clean? If your house smells like a beach afterward and it doesn't smell like, you know, cleaning products. Well, enter Clorox. They can transform your space into a tropical getaway by upgrading your cleaning routine with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. It smells like coconut. It cleans like Clorox and it feels like inspiration. With a refreshing scent that will leave your home clean and fresh, elevating any room into an oasis. Now you can express your style and get shiny clean, get Clorox Sentiva at a nearby retail store, also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic, Onobotulinum Toxin A, and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but so, look at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it, Ben. Where did you hear this? On Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, Talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all with 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. Ooh, you do not have to say more to get me into this. To check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. All right, ladies, let's be real. Who here actually enjoys shaving their legs? Yeah, absolutely no one. I know this. Get this, Nair, yes, Nair, the OG, has leveled up. They've got these new sensational shower creams and body creams that smell absolutely amazing. I know this is not the smell that you're thinking of from the 90s when your mom first pulled this out for you. These smells will light up your bathroom, honestly. They'll make your shower experience better. It smells like a spa, actually. Oh, yeah, and how do you know this? Well, I just, I mean, Nair's in the household, so anytime Nair's used, it smells like a spa. You probably don't even know what it does. It takes hair away. <laughs> it works in as little as three minutes. You don't have to bother with nicks, cuts, shaves, and the smooth lasts so much longer than shaving. You're also not going to have to deal with any of those shave bumps or anything like that because the bumps are just as annoying as the nicks, right? Nair's new sensational shower and body creams are free of all the nasty chemicals like phthalates and sulfates. You can feel good about what you're putting on your skin and you can have a little bit of a me time moment with Nair, the number one hair removal brand. 
Smell for yourself. And as Ben, Ben smelled for himself and he likes it. It's been approved. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event. So give your friends something to look at. Like a B&B with an ocean view. An endless field of wildflowers. Or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. This is the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio. Ashley, what's going on? Hey, Ben. Not much. How are you? I am fantastic. My allergies are terrible. So if I sound incredibly stuffed up or if you hear me sniffling or in the very common case that I sneeze during this podcast, I'm asking for a little forgiveness today. Okay. You're forgiven in advance. It's uh, it's a pretty gross time in my life. My eyes are watering. My nose is running. And I woke up in the middle of the night last night actually making cat sounds like I was doing this like... <laughs> sound because my throat it's so bad so it's it's been a rough one that uh, is so sad wait do you or Jess have any weird things that you do in the middle of the night um you know what I do I, I really I wake up about three times a night to use the restroom I don't know if that's weird or not what? it's bad that's so bad you're not getting a good night's sleep not at all I haven't in a while um but the cat you like, drinking before bed I drink so much water and that's the problem is I like start drinking water at like six o'clock at night and I don't stop till I go to bed and I need to stop I just get really thirsty always at night you always just go for your leaders oh, at night I know I need to that's start funny earlier. so Jared yeah. has this weird thing that he does in the middle of the night he uh, I posted it to my Instagram a couple times but he like lifts his arms and he tickles uh. them I've Did you see this. that? Yeah. Yes. It's so weird. Like he'll go one and then he just like gently strokes one for like 30 seconds. And then he goes over and does the other one. And he he's asleep. I'm telling you guys. It's not. How really. often does this happen? Pretty much every night. At least every no. other. Yeah. That's that's wild. Ash. I know. I, know. I think it's creepy. Isn't that also, creepy? It is. It is creepy. It makes you feel kind of weird. And then there's this other thing that he does a lot less often. It's bizarre. He like bounces his head up and down. It's almost seizure like. And it'll just be like he bounce, 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 bounce for like 15, 20 seconds. And sometimes if it's getting too long and I get kind of freaked out, I'll touch him. And then he says that he's in like a semi-awake state when that happens, and he feels relaxed and comforted by that motion. And I looked at, yeah, bouncing just his head. And I'm like in a very repetitive manner. And um, I just, I looked it up, and it's like called, it's a thing, and it's not harmful at all. And most people do describe it as comforting. It's really bizarre. So it's not weird. It's not rare. You know what's going on. What about you? What do you have that's uh, that's interesting in the middle of the night? Oh, I have nothing. 
I have this sleep wrinkle that is forming on my cheek from pressing my cheek so hard against the pillow. So, like, I find myself waking up all the time being, like, slapping myself and being like, stop sleeping on that side. It's squishing <laughs> it so hard into the pillow. Uh, I'm telling you guys, it's becoming permanent. It doesn't go away in the morning. So I'm working on it. It's very embarrassing. And it's also the ultimate first world problem. Yeah. Well, hey, uh, write us at Ben and Ashley at iHeartMedia.com or hashtag the Almost Famous Podcast. What do you do that's weird in your sleep or even what your partner does in their sleep? Yeah. Uh, Ashley, I think I've said it every single week, um, but I'm going to say it again because it's not a lie. Bachelor Nation continues somehow, some way to produce news in the midst of a shutdown. And this week is not an anomaly we have a ridiculous amount of news to mm-hmm. share uh let's just jump in right away with a few of the smaller stories leading up kind of ramping it up to the end where we're obviously going to talk about hannah brown and the the news that came out about hannah this last week uh first story is ari Leindyke jr's new platinum blonde hair divides bachelor nation dude it looks so good i think it looks good I think it looks amazing. That haircut. I mean, first off, it's the haircut that Lauren gave him and the scruff that's making him look like a whole new man. And I feel like I, I'm sorry, Ari, if you looked like this going into your season, I feel like the girls would have been even more into him. Mm. He looks so much more youthful. I feel like it cut off like five years of his age. And then the blonde, like I can take or leave the blonde. The salt and pepper is very sexy, but the blonde makes him again, maybe look like he's trying too hard to some people that he's trying to look too young. And I can see why people are divided on that, but I think the haircut, the scruff makes him look amazing, and I can take or leave the blonde. And isn't what about this the t- you as a guy? Well, well, isn't this the time to be mixing things up a bit? Like, I had a mustache. I had to shave it uh, last week uh, for a, some other reason. I have a big thing coming up that's going to last me about a year, and I had to shoot some stuff for it. And I was like, I can't have a mustache for a, a, the next year of my life being <laughs> every single commercial. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but now is the time to mix up the look for anybody, guy, girl, whoever. Like, you should be trying the things you've always wanted to try. But do you think it, you do you have more of a man crush on Ari? His, oh, yeah. His hair. I think it's like good. Okay. I think it's really good. I think yeah. it's I respect it. It's not a bad thing. Um, you could look kind of cool with blonde hair, too, right now. I don't know. I got that. I got like a receding like hairline thing going on. And I feel like he doesn't. And I feel like it would look weird if I did it. So, yeah. Okay. Well, if you are worried about receding, I wouldn't bleach your hair blonde. It's not good for it. No, it's not. Good <laughs> You'll feel not. the burn. I need to. I need to keep as much hair on my head as possible for would as you long get, as possible. Would you get plugs? Oh, if it got really bad one day, yeah. I mean, I'm not that bad. Like, I can. If you just met me, I don't think you would even notice. But if it got really bad, I'd do the Ashton Kutcher and get plugs. You think Ashton's gotten it? I feel like every guy in Hollywood has gotten it. I think every it. guy's gotten it. I think yeah. it's more I think it's more common than I think. I actually uh not to get off on a complete tangent, but <laughs> I I was getting a haircut once during my season of The Bachelor and the guy is a super big hairstylist in LA and he's like, Hey, you got a nice thick head of hair here. I was like, I'm worried I'm gonna lose all my hair. He's like, It doesn't matter if you do. I was like, What do you mean? And he said every single actor like has gotten plugs. If you just Google yeah. actor hair plugs, you're going to see a list of names of people you never would have expected to have gotten plugs. 100% like Ben Affleck apparently has gotten mm-hmm. it. And I would have never thought that because I never even thought Ben had a moment of receding. Matthew but, McConaughey. Oh yeah, totally. Uh, Johnny Tom Depp. Br- 
Tony, Tom Brady got it, and that's yep. the one reason that Jared is completely down when that time comes. Yep. I don't know. It's it's something. <laughs> it would be like the one big thing. But I'm not against a nice shaved head either. Who knows, Ashley? As I get older, I care more and I care less. Um, <laughs> Wells Adams is happy not to be doing Bachelor in Paradise this summer. Yeah, really interesting. So he's just happy getting the time with Sarah. And he said that if he were to be doing Bachelor in Paradise, it would be going back to back with another project that he's filming. And he just didn't want to like have all that away time. That's fair enough. I mean, I, I know Wells has been great for that show. I know he's good at what he does. I hope that Wells can always find a place on our television somehow, some way. But at the same time, he's big things coming up. And do you really want to go on a beach and serve drinks for a whole month while your fiance, you know, is planning a wedding? I get it. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, just a little uh, shout out. Uh, our friend Jojo Fletcher and her fiance, Jordan Rogers, celebrate four years together. Congratulations, Jojo and Jordan. Really, really cool. They're so cute together. And I'm so sorry that their wedding had to be postponed because I do believe that they're supposed to get married this month. Oh, that's Ugh, I know. Uh, that's really, really rough. Uh Hey, uh, we're going to go down here to this story. Caitlin Bristow. Holy cow, Caitlin Bristow. Makes her country music debut with a new song, If I'm Being Honest. Ashley, wow. Okay, wow. So this song was written, uh, I believe, when she was still with... um... Sean. Sean (laughs) and um, she didn't release it then and you can listen to the lyrics and you can hear that it was probably during a time that she was like feeling a little bit more like down about herself a little bit more uh, insecure and she decided until now to release it and damn you guys like she went to number one like she was up there and I The artist that she was up there with, it's just unbelievable. Um, It wasn't even just number one on the country charts. It was number one on the iTunes charts. Is it still there right now? Let me pull this up. Let me pull my iTunes. The song is so good. She sounds amazing. The song is so Caitlyn. And I knew that this was up her sleeve for a while, but I wasn't sure if she was ever going to pull the trigger on it because when I uh, was in the car with her and she mentioned that she wanted to release an EP... It was one. She was with Sean, and it was we were going to Carly and Evan's wedding. So that was three years ago. So yeah, she's been sitting on it for a while. But damn, does she have the voice she, and the songwriting skills she, to put herself out there? She, uh, I really love this song. Um, I actually was singing it in the car, and Jessica looked at me and was like. If you're singing this song consistently, it means it's really good. And then I looked. <laughs> yeah. That was like first thing in the morning. And then by noon, I think it had reached number one. Great for Caitlin. I, we've talked about it, right? You and I both. And, and I like envy's a thing in this world. And so when you see somebody doing stuff like Caitlin's doing and like your first reaction is to celebrate it. One, it means that Caitlin's just awesome. Second, it's like, hey, we need to start celebrating each other more. And I am celebrating Caitlin Bristow because she just killed it. So good. She was so brave. It's honestly so brave because for a reality star to to just like really just go in a totally different avenue is nerve wracking. Mm-hmm. And there's so many times where like people like 
Paris Hilton, who was actually pretty successful with it, but Kim Kardashian once was going to release a single, or she did release a single, and people like ridiculed it, right? It never goes anywhere. Oh, Heidi Montag from The Hills. It's just, it can go south quickly. And if you're lucky, nobody remembers it. But Caitlyn, I think she's, I think her next step in life is country star. Uh, country star, comedian, dancer, podcast extraordinaire. Ashley Iconetti and Caitlin Bristow. <laughs> oh, that's very sweet. <laughs> I definitely need, I definitely gave me, speaking of like envy and jealousy, it gave me a mental push to be like, okay, it's time for you to really like branch out and do the kind of stuff that you want to do too. Like that that's outside the bachelor franchise. Mm. Good for you, Ash. Well, Hey, uh, congratulations, Caitlin. We love her. You're awesome. Uh, you have uh, a lot of success and just really cool memories along the way. Hey, Ash, I think we need to take a break here. When we come back, uh, we are going to talk about uh, one of the biggest uh, stories to come out of Bachelor Nation and also one that we need to spend as much time on as possible and just kind of sit in, listen to, uh, and hear from what Bachelor Nation is saying about it. It's the Hannah Brown story uh, that came out last night. Ash, let's take a break. When we come back, we'll talk about Hannah Brown. <laughs> What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works, and for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic, and they're free of parabens and latex. All that's so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin, for trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure... It kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. 
A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on Wasp. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. They burned us and subject us to really horrible, uh, cruel and unusual punishment. After my personal experience at Provo Canyon School, I was shocked to learn that a man named Robert Litchfield, a man who got his start at the school that I went to, would go on to create a multi-million dollar empire. He was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. The Worldwide Association of Specialty Programs and Schools. They prey on, you know, a parent's really natural and beautiful love for their children in a really, really, unfortunately, effective way. At this time in my life now, if someone presented this program to me, and not just because I've already experienced it, Sham, scam, beware. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bachelor Nation stars react to Hannah Brown saying the N-word. This according to E! Online. Yeah, so the video is out there. Uh, Hannah Brown took to Instagram Live this weekend, and she was singing Baby's song Rockstar, in which the N-word is used. And um, she said it, which was horrible and it was also uh very interesting considering she kind of edited herself when she when the f word came up in the song but she didn't edit herself when this word came up in the song and then when fans start responding in the comments she like put it on her brother suggesting that he was the one who said it this is a direct quote from the instagram live she said i really don't think that 
I said that word. I don't think that I said that word, but now I'm like, oh God, I never used that word. I never called anybody that. We don't say that word. So you know what? I'm going to stay here and y'all can think I said whatever I did or think I'm something I'm not, but I'm not that. So that was, uh, yeah, it's, it's very, very bizarre. And why throw your brother under the bus? Like, how is that any better? I don't, this is, is so crazy. This is a very crazy situation, in my opinion. And I mean, I, we've been, you don't say the word. You don't say it. And I feel like there's somebody who can talk about this even more eloquently than we can. And that would be Rachel Lindsay, who took to her Instagram live to talk about this specifically yesterday. And I think she put it so well. And we're not going to air the entire six minutes of Rachel's Instagram live. It is out there on the internet. If you'd like to watch it, I encourage you to watch it. And uh, right now we're going to roll a couple of clips. It's easy to make a statement. It's easy to hide behind words, but when you're bold enough to say the N word on camera, on your platform, then you need to be bold enough to use your face and your on camera and apologize in the same way that you said the word. Like, I'm not discrediting the apology. I'm just saying that we can't give people a pass for this. We have to hold people accountable for what they're doing. Non-black people should not feel okay saying that word. My whole purpose in doing this is one, to educate people on the word, but at the same time, to, for, to encourage you guys to hold people accountable. If you feel wronged, if you feel someone offended you, you don't give them a pass. You hold them accountable for what it is that they did. I just want to encourage everybody to be better, to do better. And with that, good night. In addition to Rachel Lindsay, Becca Martinez also has spoke out on the issue. Uh, Becca's exact quote is, it's a word that holds so much historical weight that the black community is still healing from and parts of the white community are still weaponizing for dehumanization, particularly in the South. That according to Becca Martinez. The interesting part of Rachel Lindsay's clip, though, is that Rachel alludes to the fact that she's reached out to Hannah. And kind of offered Hannah some advice and guidance on an education and, and, and alludes that Hannah has not accepted really any of it. At least that's how I took Rachel's video. Mm-hmm. The only thing we've seen from Hannah is an apology uh, in the sorts of a video uh, that you just kind of quoted earlier. And then also uh, the written apology. Yeah, an Insta story slide she posted yesterday. It says, I owe you all a major apology. There is no excuse, and I will not justify what I said, this according to Brown. I have read your messages and seen the hurt I have caused. I own it all. I'm terribly sorry and know that whether in public or private, this language is unacceptable. I promise to do better. So Rachel um, had something to say about that, and she goes, If you are bold enough to use that word, you better be bold enough to put your face on the internet with your apology. And uh, when I heard, you know, Rachel say that, I nodded very heavily and I was like, yeah. So it'll be interesting whether Hannah comes out and says something else, whether she tries to let it fade away. But 
is bad, guys. It's really Ashley. Really what's bad. the lesson learned here? What What can we all take away? I mean, there's obvious, very obvious things in front of us that are wrong here. Nobody's, you know, ever, that's very clear. But what are some other things that that you're learning from this situation? I mean. People will say that this should be an educational moment, but to me, I just feel like people know this from like a very young age, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, this Hannah Bra- H- Hannah knows better. Yeah, like I don't, I shouldn't speak for anybody else, but I think it would. It's very naive to think that she doesn't know that that's not a word to use. That that's a word she shouldn't be using. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. No, I would agree. Well, I would agree. I mean, I think, yeah, I would agree. I, I, since a young age, uh, Ashley, my, uh, one of my best, uh, friends, parents kind of gave me some advice and they said, um, thank for you for you speak. We've all yeah. heard that before. Right. Thank you for it, It's like, you know what, it, back as you're a kid, you're like, that's <laughs> terrible advice. Like it's so simple. It's like, it doesn't have any complexities to it. As you get older, I think it becomes more and more important to, to have wisdom to think before you speak. Um, but this story is ongoing. It's fresh. It's new. Uh, we will see how it plays out. We will continue to update you as it goes. Hey, uh, Ashley, let's take a break here. And when we come back, we're going to break down this week's episode of listen to your heart. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works, and for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic, and they're free of parabens and latex. All that so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin, For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure... It kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. 
because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I, I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on Wasp. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. They burned us and subject us to really horrible, uh, cruel and unusual punishment. After my personal experience at Provo Canyon School, I was shocked to learn that a man named Robert Litchfield, a man who got his start at the school that I went to, would go on to create a multi-million dollar empire. He was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. The Worldwide Association of Specialty Programs and Schools. They prey on, you know, a parent's really natural and beautiful love for their children in a really, really, unfortunately, effective way. At this time in my life now, if someone presented this program to me, and not just because I've already experienced it, Sham, scam, beware. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's finally time. It's the finale. It flew by of the premiere season of Listen to Your Heart. Uh, it's going to be a great episode to break down. But in addition to that, we do have the winners, Chris and Bree, on the podcast at the end of the breakdown. Ashley, you're always fantastic at these. What do you think of the final episode of Listen to Your Heart? Ben, I think it was the weakest episode of it. Mm. Did you? Uh, I think it felt... <laughs> I think I, I think this. I think it felt like they didn't know how to close the season. Well, it was kind of like Winter Games, you know? It's just like, yeah. oh, we're going to have all the couples do, like, their performances, and you're going to smile and cheer, and then, like, we're going to say, woohoo, they won! And it's like, okay! 
Yeah, you know, the the interesting part compared to Winter Games is that the gift that Chris and Bree are receiving is actually a huge yeah, yeah, yeah. deal. Yeah. So I wish they would have played that up a little bit more. Like, I wish we would have felt that, and maybe we will once their album comes out. But there was weeks that this show hit, and there was weeks that I left being like, oh, I'm not mad I watched it, but would I have tuned in? I don't fully know. And the reaction from Bachelor Nation, I think, has been mixed as well. If you just... Um, kind of read the reviews. Some people love it, and some people could definitely go without it. This was the only episode that I found myself scrolling on my phone. Um, mm. I think it's because when Matt and Rudy left early on in the episode, it was just like our drama was gone. Like our kind of like the raw realness that Rudy brings was gone. I also am obsessed with Rudy's voice. Like I feel like our female powerhouse was gone. It um yeah, it just kind of went downhill from there and I knew that when they were going home, I'm like, oh, well, I get why they're going home now. I mean, that's just how like that's the bachelor formula. It's yeah. like even though the audience probably wants a little bit more of this couple because they're not there yet, you know, I had doing air quotes. They have to go home. So they went home. I think that they're going to stay in touch, especially the way that we talked to Matt last week. He just seemed as if there was, like, still something between them. They both live in L.A. I hope they're able to, like... It kind of feels like me and Jared, to be honest. <laughs> it kind of felt like, okay, there's something here, but, like, it's not going to happen as fast as this show uh, forces it to happen. So, like, we'll revisit it, but, like, I care. I care about you so much. It's very much how I feel... Uh, Jared split up with me. <laughs> That's the way you're going to use the term at the end of Bachelor in Paradise too. So I have hope for Matt and Rudy, but I knew when they were gone, I was like, oh, this is going to be a snooze fest. What did you want out of, especially this last episode? Um, I wanted like performances that really made me feel and be like, whoa. And I didn't really get that. I feel with Chris and Brie, they did a very good job. Like, they're very talented people. And if I were to see that in person, I'd be like, woohoo. But, like, through the TV, the passion and the power didn't really translate. And especially with Jamie and Trevor, I just felt like those were, like, the most lackluster performances. I felt like that was karaoke. Like, there was, like, a really good couple doing karaoke. I would have mm. been impressed if I was at a karaoke bar and saw that. Mm. Yeah, so it just didn't live up to the expectations, both musically and, I mean, romantically. We have Chris and Brie to celebrate, who we will have on later. But it felt like, and I almost convinced myself, Ashley, that it wasn't going to happen just because it was so obvious. Yeah, me too. There is a point. But but we, like, week one almost could have said, oh, yeah, this couple is going to be the one to win. Like, they're far and beyond anything else. And then they won. Yeah. So I thought we were maybe going to get a twist there for a second because I was even thinking about how at the very beginning of the season, they made Jamie and Trevor's storyline so prominent. I was like, oh, maybe they're going to like twist it up and it's going to be a full circle moment. But then you saw their performances and you're just like, they can't do that. <laughs> no, it's tough. It was it was tough. Well, hey, let's uh, let's run through this really quick. As you mentioned, Matt and Rudy. Uh, leave the episode pretty much right at the beginning, which leaves Jamie and Trevor and Bree and Chris left together. Bree and Chris chose not to go into the fantasy suites, but Jamie and Trevor do go. Okay, I thought that was... Uh, I understand that uh, Chris and Bree probably have like these 
um, what's it called? Preconceived notions of the fantasy suite. And they're probably like, oh, fantasy suite equals sex and bachelor nation. But they haven't really gone through the bachelor ringer uh, so much to know that like a lot of the times there's no sex and that there's just a lot of talking. And I really thought that they would have enjoyed having that intimate away from camera time. Uh, but they didn't take it up on it. It was very interesting. And actually, this is very funny. Look what I have right here. I know that our audience listening won't find this funny because they can't see me. But I'm here in my mom's little sitting area. And there's a key. Like a, a freaking key. Like an old school key. Can you believe that that is still in the envelopes? The fantasy yeah, suite envelopes? It's like huge. Is that the real key from your fantasy suite? No. I don't. Oh, God. I don't even know if. I don't think I have one of those. but is it how weird is it that they still put Mm -hmm. this wouldn't it be funny if they put like an electronic room key yeah just like a card fingerprint machine (laughs) it's like use your fingerprint to get in the get in the hotel um yeah so brie and chris don't go that is always surprising to me because fantasy suites are like the first time you can take a deep breath but we'll talk to them about that in a little bit and see if we can get any insight into what that where that decision came from jamie and trevor do decide to go jamie mentions during the episode that she is falling more in love with Trevor every day. More in love with Trevor every day. I feel that she loves him. I feel like he likes her, even though he says love. And I feel like everything between them is super innocent and puppy love. Mm. It just, but it does feel good. It does. Like it, feels, it feels. It's like not bad to watch. No, it's no, not no. hard to watch. No, it's very sweet, very smiley, uh, mm-hmm. very youthful. Yeah, it is. Which. Which, who knows where that can go which can be great it's just gonna take a bit mm-hmm. right yeah. like it's not something you rush into when it's there yeah well uh we'll fast forward to the performances of the evening which is always you know one of my favorite parts if not my favorite part of every episode trevor and jamie receive song number one which is unchained melody by the righteous brothers that's the thing uh amazing song timeless song a song that you expect a Christina Aguilera, Whitney Houston type of performance mm. to. <laughs> and it just didn't hit there. Nah. It just didn't. They tried. Yeah. Uh, Brie and Chris, their song number one was Make You Feel My Love by it's, the incredible Adele. It says Adele, but that's a Garth Brooks song, and that made me angry. Has Adele covered it? I guess so. I was like, to make you feel my love, that's a song from Hope Floats. That is Garth uh. Brooks. Right. Well, Brie and Chris have always shown the musical magic, and they have always connected on stage and off. It does feel like a match made, well, in heaven, in a way. <laughs> match um, made in Bachelor world. In Bachelor heaven. It's a Bob Dylan song from 1997. Everybody else covered it. Oh, my it. God, Mark. That's so crazy. Even Garth Brooks covered it. That's so funny. It's so generational. Wow. And Adele takes it and they give Adele credit. That's I don't I don't love that. No, I don't like that. It's all no, it's all good. I mean, Mark, thanks for the the fact checking. Uh we always My need pleasure. help. Song number two, Speechless by Dan and Shay. This was performed by Jamie and Trevor. Yep. Again, a sweet song mm-hmm. for a sweet couple. Nothing mind blowing. Bree and Chris, they do win it here. I think this is the moment that they pull ahead i mean they were always ahead but this is the moment where you knew this was it they perform give me love by ed sheeran yep yeah they did a great job we should mention ashley that the judges this week 
They've had a couple Bachelor Nation judges at times. They've brought in celebrities uh, to come in and help uh, pull this whole thing together. The judges this week were, as mentioned, we got Caitlin Bristow and her boyfriend, Jason Tardick. Tay Diggs. Jules and Rita Wilson, the judges absolutely loved, absolutely loved uh, Give Me Love by Ed Sheeran, performed by Bree and Chris. And as a result, Chris and Bree are the winners. What a panel, though, right? What an amazing panel. And uh, it's interesting that Caitlin released her song this week before she was a judge on Listen to Your Heart. I wonder if mm-hmm. there's any uh, scheduling with that because like, it does make her seem like a more credible musical judge. And then I love, and then like Jewel, can we just say that she, she looks a lot like Lauren Bushnell in like 15 to 20 years? Really? Don't I you th- think? Th- probably. Yeah. yeah. I could definitely see that. That's crazy. That's, that's a good point. The, uh, the judges were, were awesome, and it leads us to in the very end of the episode. Obviously, this – we got to ask Chris and Bree. But I have a – I think this show ended filming in, like, February, I remember. We'll ask them for clarification, which means that the shutdown happened soon after. But we see them in a recording studio, still in love, and still getting their music on. Ashley, what what – What's your prediction for Chris and Bree as an, a, a duo, duo moving into the future? I don't know where their careers are going to go. I feel like it's so hard to break into the music industry, mm-hmm. even with platforms like they already have. Like, Because how many voice contestants and American Idols have we seen you know, have their 15 minutes and then just fall off. So I can't like guarantee them yeah. like career success. But I do feel like they're going to get married. I feel like they might be a bachelor love success well congratulations to chris and brie ashley we're lucky enough to have chris and brie coming on the podcast here in just a few seconds uh as we get prepped and ready to go let's take a break and come back with chris and brie the winning couple from this season's listen to your heart what keeps baby skin healthy a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works and for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. All that, so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. 
and of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on Wasp. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. They burned us and subject us to really horrible, uh, cruel and unusual punishment. After my personal experience at Provo Canyon School, I was shocked to learn that a man named Robert Litchfield, a man who got his start at the school that I went to, would go on to create a multi-million dollar empire. He was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. The Worldwide Association of Specialty Programs and Schools. They prey on, you know, a parent's really natural and beautiful love for their children in a really, really, unfortunately, effective way. At this time in my life now, if someone presented this program to me, and not just because I've already experienced it, Sham, scam, beware. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes. That it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. (laughs) 
All right, guys, we have the winners of Listen to Your Heart Season 1. Cree. Cree. I just gave you a couple names. I was going to say Chris and Bree, but I said Cree. So there you go. How do you guys like your new couple name? Oh, I love it. That was actually an option. So maybe we should have gone with that one. That's an option. I think my favorite so far is Crib. I don't know. There's just a ring to it. It's like, it works. It's Chris. It's Bree. It's Bree. It's Chris. I don't know. That's so cute. <laughs> well, congratulations, yeah. guys. How's it feel? It was very obvious to us uh, viewers that it was going to be you guys in the end. Was it obvious <laughs> to you? No. Uh- I, I, I would say it's obvious. Um, first off, thank you so much. I mean, it feels amazing. I'm not going to take all the words, but let me just say two things. Um, <laughs> I don't know. In Vegas, we just like, kind of had a feeling at rehearsal that I'm like, man, this just feels so good. Like it can't feel like, like it felt wrong for feeling this good. Like I'm just like head over heels with this woman. The music's going great. I'm just like, yeah, maybe, maybe this is for us. So yeah. Yeah. We definitely knew that we were very strong, but um, you know, until Chris Harrison calls your names at the rose ceremony, you're never safe. So yeah. That part was always terrifying. So we're very grateful that we won. (laughs) What do you think propelled you to the end? Was it your love story or your talent as artists together? I want to say it's a healthy mix of both. Go ahead, Bree. Yeah, I think it's an equal combination. You know, Um, that's what the show was looking for was a combination. And I feel like we figured it out and um, it it turned into something that was beyond just us individually. Yeah. Let's go through this episode. You guys were doing super well the entire season. And then there seemed to be like some sort of weird bump in the road that to me seemed produced. Like somebody was like talking in your ear (laughs) because you guys didn't go to the fantasy suite, which I totally respect. But then Brie, you made it seem the next day. Like that was a reason that you weren't feeling connected to him. What was going on? So the fantasy suite was never an option. um, And Chris and I agreed to that from the beginning. So it was all about the rehearsal, the performance. Um, I had nerves. I was afraid that I was going to mess things up for me and him. You know, it's the finale. It's the biggest night of our lives and for our careers that we've worked toward. And so I was very in my head about that part, but that's it nothing to do with fantasy suite got it that's what i was figuring is it was such a small bump that was like just enough to make us go (gasps) for like five minutes that it it carried us through drama wise when rudy and matt left yes which was the real earthquake of of the finale yeah Yeah. you guys didn't see that coming not really Yeah. Like we, we all knew, you know, what was going on, but I don't think we were expecting them to leave because we had gone through to that next step, you know, and we all flew to Nashville. Um, so it just seemed like, you know, why wouldn't you do the finale? So yeah, it wasn't even on our radar. It took me off guard. How close did you get to the other couples in the house? We were all super close. I mean, before performances they didn't show none of this but like i'd be like yo guys holding hands we're praying right now we got to go crush this thing like we were all there for each other supporting each other because we Mm -hmm. knew we had to be each other's number one fan like you know the crowd is there for us but we had to be there for each other it's the craziest 
scenario for musicians and singers to be in. So we loved everybody. When was that finale wrapped? What month? Uh, February, mid-February. Okay. Think, yeah. So there was a couple weeks left where you guys could date outside of a quarantined atmosphere. Did you guys hang out together? Because I see right now that you are in separate rooms and I'm assuming in, in separate states. Yeah, so I'm in Utah and Chris is in Los Angeles. So we had two weekends together before everything got shut down, which was incredible. Um, the first weekend, we just got to kind of hang out together. And then the second weekend, we got to start to work on the music and um, rehearse with the band from the show and the music producers as well. And then the day I got back, things started to really change. And I think it was within two days, things got locked down and we were just kind of stuck. <laughs> Yeah. So, so how's it been being in a serious relationship that it's so early on and yet you're so far apart? We have a unique situation where we have to work together literally all day. So we're always in contact with each other. So number one, we have to talk to each other. Number two, we love talking to each other. I'm telling you, like I wake up and it's the same thing on the show. I can't wait to talk to Brie. So it's, it's really been amazing to like build on what we had and just like you know make the test even realer like before we were together but there were a bunch of cameras now we're not together and we can't even see each other so where's the love really and to see that it's actually stronger than it was before is truly just a blessing so yeah what are some areas that you see your relationship getting stronger in <sighs> you know i I think one of the biggest ways is just like through communication. That's something that we have always done really well with, but obviously through quarantine, you know, there's no physical touch. There's, I mean, all you have are your words. And so we've really been able to grow in that way and understand each other because you don't have anything else. Um, and because we did have that time on the show, it feels like we've been dating for a year and it feels like things we've done would have taken three years. Um, so luckily we have that, but yeah, I'd say communication. Okay. So you guys are working on an, are you working on an album or a couple songs? We finished an album. A full with, album. Yeah. A full album. We have uh, 10 songs, uh, five originals, and then the five covers that we ended up singing on the show. Amazing. That's so cool. Um, yeah. and then you guys are supposed to go out on a tour as part of the show too. And now I think you guys are going to get, are you going to get screwed out of that? Well, it's just the tour is sponsored by the World Wide Web now. So it's a different <laughs> sort of tour. So we, we will tour in person when everything opens back up. But yeah, you know, a few things are going to change. But, you know, people who want to see us will see us. And we will 100% provide every opportunity to perform together. So. Well, again, we want to say congratulations. What an accomplishment. What a crazy ride. What does it feel like now sitting in the place you're at? knowing that your uh, season's aired and knowing that you came out on top. It's the most amazing feeling. And I'm kind of glad that it aired, you know, three months later because I've been able to fully process it. And we feel very, it's cool to feel deserving of it because we worked really hard. Um, I'm very lucky, but just grateful that it worked out the way it was and that now we have each other from this awesome experience. Yeah. So you guys, uh, there's no Neil Lane ring at the end of this show, but is engagement 
something you guys have thought of talked about sure for sure i mean it's something we've talked about but you know you know my lady's story i'm not trying to rush her nowhere especially when it comes to engagement you know what i'm saying so it's definitely something that you know is on the radar i think any healthy couple should you know not hold themselves back from that and you know be clear with their intentions and what they want you know i told Bri on the show and I was like, please don't run away from me, but I don't want to break up ever again. That's not my intention getting into a relationship, you know? And so that's just kind of where I'm at with like how I want to proceed with my life. So we'll get there when we get there. We are not rushing. No way. You know, I'm American. I'm not Russian. So <laughs> Brie, do you feel the same way? Um, I do. Yes. It's been a very natural conversation and we've talked a lot about our future because you know, why not? Like we've jumped in with, with both feet and now we just need time together. Um, but yeah, it all, it's all coming together. (laughs) I'm sorry. I have, I keep getting more and more questions for you. I'll let you go soon. I know that you guys probably have a very busy press day. Um, take your time. (laughs) What kind of music should we expect from you guys together? And is there any sort of conflict in your styles? Like do does one of you want to do one genre more than the other one does? No, luckily we've, it's weird how on the same page we've been even on the show and making the music our own to creating the album. There's been very little tension in that way. Um, And I think naturally, you know, we're more soulful singer songwriter and our voices lend themselves to be more R and B pop. So we hope to really pursue down, you know, that lane um while also not closing anything off and that's why the album was fun because we kind of tried some different styles since we could Mm -hmm. i'm gonna put you on the spot here for a second is there a couple from the show that you think may get back together in the real world i i really want i mean here's the thing we talked to all these people but i actually don't know everyone's relationship statuses because we've been so busy with the album but i really hope matt and rudy date and Ryan and Natasha and Trevor and Jamie. I don't know. But, you know, I think because of the way that um, Matt and Rudy went out, they're just so freaking cute together. So fingers crossed for them. Yeah, I was thinking they both they both live in L.A. Um, mm-hmm. And the way that it ended definitely made me feel like they didn't feel like they had progressed enough to stay around, but not necessarily to give up on what they had. Right. Yeah. Just at their own pace. And yeah. my final question for you guys is if there is one person in your group of contestants that isn't including you guys, who would you say you can see being a, the biggest star? And you can only name one person each. I mean, Gosh. we it's, that's easily unanimous. Michael Todd, like what else is there? <laughs> no, I'm being like, all jokes aside, like dead serious, it was like maybe the second day or midway through the second day, Michael Todd walked in and I'm like, bro, I have to say, man, every time I've been around you, I've just been smiling from ear to ear. Like you are just so funny. Like the way the show had him, that's whatever. But he's just like one of the funniest guys. He's sarcastic. He's like so sarcastic, but you can't be sarcastic on reality television. That just doesn't work. So I don't know. I, think I will hilarious. second that because his name was brought up every single day to the very last day. He's like a Ricky legend. Bobby got two first names. It's, it's a legend from the jump. He could be a singing like, comedian. One of those guys. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. So 
amazing. <laughs> well, hey, uh, again, congratulations, Chris and Bree, from the very first season, the premiere season of Listen to Your Heart. Congratulations on a huge win. Thanks for joining us. Thank, Thank you, you so guys so much. Bye, Great guys. to see you again. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. All right, guys. Well, from one hot couple to one hot recipe for your taste buds. Oh, wow. <laughs> I couldn't come up with one, but <laughs> we have Katie Morton coming on right now to talk about her brownie recipe, one that has a little health twist, just in case you feel like you're packing on the pounds too much in uh, quarantine. Hi, guys. Hi, Katie. Hey. How are you? We're good. How are you? How you doing, friend? Good, you know, just in the house. How's the pup? Hanging out. He's good. He's like over there being so cute and sleeping. Could he you? just took a at night. Aw, could you imagine being quarantined without your dog? Um, no. I Me cannot. Either. I'm so glad I got him, actually. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know it was a very impulsive decision at the time. But one of the best decisions I've ever made. Aww. Very timely. Very timely. I always say that getting, you never really regret getting a dog. Because like all of my dog, not purchases, adoptions have been all um, pretty impulsive too. And I'm just so happy in the end. Or, you know, three days later. Yeah, or a whole potty training a couple of months later. Yeah. That's, that's what it is. The potty training a <laughs> couple of months later. Yeah, because I had, like, postpartum with my dog this past time. With Lois, like, we had postpartum because I was like, oh, I was like, she's really annoying right now. And she's pooping everywhere. And she's peeing everywhere. And she's barking. And the neighbors are complaining. Yeah, see, there, now he's starting to bark at everyone that walks past the window, which I'm like, ooh, that's not good. But... I kind of give him a pass because now he's potty trained. So I'm like, all right, honestly, bark at whoever you want because we are going pee outside. Yeah, that's how they are now too. They they won't stop barking, but they're good with the outdoors. This, this is a real raw look into what it's like to be in quarantine, quarantine, quarantine uh, with your puppies. We have Katie Morton on air right now talking everything potty training puppy life and ashley is joining in on this conversation because we know how much these two love their dogs babies <laughs> the babies lois inspired me to get bears so. because lois was so good on a plane and me and bear haven't obviously gotten a chance to travel but i'd be scared lois was so good it's almost was too good yeah to she's an angel traveler so, Katie, you've been quarantined by yourself with Bear? Yeah, for almost. We're going on week nine. Damn, girl. Ooh. So, how have you passed how you the feeling? time? Yeah. Um, I actually, like, I know it's weird because whenever someone texts me, they're like, I'm going crazy in quarantine. Aren't you going crazy? My initial response is, I want to say, like, yeah, I'm going nuts. But I'm not actually going that nuts in quarantine. I feel like it's been a really... I definitely have my moments when I get in my head or I have like bouts of anxiety or something, but that's also everyday life is just, you get in your head or you have bouts of anxiety. So I feel like quarantine's kind of helped slow down a little or not make me, I feel as pressured to do so much. Um, I am getting a little bit, a little antsy here and there. I definitely could use like a hug. That would be really freaking nice. 
Um, but I've taken a lot of this time to kind of self-reflect, I guess. It hasn't, it hasn't been a perfect time, but I've been trying to make the best of it. Girl, I agree with you. I feel yeah. like, uh, I mean, not, you know, of course, respecting the circumstances for why we are in quarantine, but I, for the most part, am enjoying the downtime and I'm not itching to get out. Yeah, I'm me neither. And I just, I try to put it all in perspective and I haven't like lost a job or a loved one or anything like that. So ultimately, like, I'm just trying to take this time to better myself um, and also, yeah, I'm not itching to get out. I'm also one of those people that when people ask me to do something, I'm like, ooh, how do I tell them no without telling them I have nothing to do? And now I'm like, oh, thank God no one's asking me to do something right now. I can relate with that. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's how <laughs> yeah. I'm always dodging. Like, not that I get asked to do that much very often, but when I do, it always carries a little bit of weight behind it. Mm-hmm. Like, dang. I really wanted to watch that show tonight. Same. Um, Same. Ew, I'm that person that I'm like, ooh, how do I tell them I like my couch more? Oh, I know. There's yeah. few people I like more than the couch. Katie, are you watching uh, Listen to Your Heart? I haven't watched it, but I plan on uh, catching up with it. I've seen lots of memes. I mainly saw a big makeout meme of someone eating someone else's face. Hmm. That always is fun. I didn't see that one. Oh my gosh, it's a girl. I Denise Nicole. Not sure. It's probably Natasha. It was probably that first kiss of theirs. Which Natasha and her mouth is all like swallowing this guy's head. Yeah. Good for her. Yeah. (laughs) uh, That's the most of "Listen to Your Heart" that I've seen. It was interesting because when she was on our podcast, she said that Ryan was the one that used a lot of tongue, but that's not what we saw. Anyway, moving on, let's talk about what you've been cooking since this segment is called What's Cooking, Bachelor Nation? What's Cooking, Batch Nation? Hey. What are you cooking? Well, I know you guys want me to share my specific brownie recipe. Is that it? Yeah. I'm like, I've been cooking, honestly, a lot of things. Um, so I actually made a specific brownie recipe. It's a little bit complicated, but you know what? That was like a couple weeks back when I had, it was right after feeling like the initial anxiety of quarantine. And right before I was like, I give up on trying to be the best chef in the, in the house that I'm the only person living here. And why am I making so much of a mess? I honestly don't want to pick this up. But I did get into my uh, baking uh, bag, I guess you could say. And so the baking bag. <laughs> I did get into my baking bag and I made these brownies that are vegetarian, they're dairy free, they do include eggs, which doesn't make them vegan, like anything with eggs can't obviously be considered vegan, but they were healthier, although a little bit more complicated, they're, they were fun to make and I ended up making them because I didn't want to go out and get a bunch of baking stuff, I don't like hold a bunch of baking stuff in my house, so I had to keep looking up substitutions. And I ended up having a bunch of different That's substitutes. That's cool. Yeah, so anytime it would call for like, let's say tapioca, I was like, what's a tapioca substitution? There's cornstarch, there's arrowroot. I had to, I ended up learning so much. So if you don't have, if you want to bake and you don't have something that it calls for, Google substitutions because there's literally three three to four substitutions for almost every day. That's a really fun quarantine activity because nobody's wanting to go to the grocery store just to pick up an ingredient or two. No, I'm not doing that. I'm absolutely not. Yeah. 
if I'm going to the grocery store, I'm getting a whole thing of brownies myself. I'm not going to bake them. <laughs> I'm going to get them pre-made. So anyway, I'll tell you guys the recipe. It's pretty long. It's long-winded. So here it goes. Get a pen and paper, guys. Get a pen and paper. Two large eggs. I also posted it on my Instagram. Okay. Two large eggs. Two-thirds cup of coconut oil. A teaspoon of stevia or monk fruit sweetener. Monk fruit has zero calories, zero sugar. Two tablespoons, or two teaspoons, sorry, vanilla extract. One teaspoon of arrowroot starch. Half a teaspoon of baking powder. A cup of coconut flour. Half a cup of ancient nutrition chocolate bone broth protein. Fourth cup of cashew flour. Half a cup of quinoa flour. Half a cup of cocoa powder. A cup of semi-sweet chocolate chips. That's just by choice. I wanted to add more chocolate. Um, <laughs> I did that. And then you bake it, um, preheat your oven to 350. I sprayed an eight by eight baking dish because simply it's the only baking dish I have um, with nonstick cooking spray lined with parchment paper in a large bowl. I whisked the coconut oil, sweetener, and vanilla. And then one by one aggressively whisking the eggs and then sifting the cocoa powder into the large bowl, adding flour, add bone broth protein powder, um, or any protein powder that you have. I just have a bone broth protein powder. You're putting protein powder into the brownies. I told myself, hey, if you're gonna make brownies, try and make them healthier. Let me tell you, if I went to the store, I would not have grabbed the healthy brownies. So would that, does it make a difference in the taste? No, it didn't make that much of a difference in the taste. I don't think I added enough protein. What about in your muscles? Listen, I'm swole over here. This is bulking. <laughs> it's bulking season at my house. So, <laughs> um, so yeah. I mean, the muscles, I mean, I saw immediate Hulk-like properties in my body. Um, good to know. <laughs> no. I, then I just mixed it with a large wooden spoon, stirred in half the chocolate chips, and baked it for 15 to 20 minutes. It's all on my Instagram. Under you, You'll see a picture of brownies, and then if you scroll down to the caption, I put it all there. That sounds awesome. All right. Well, thanks, Katie, for sharing. I like the health that you added to brownies. Yeah. You know what? I tried and they were actually really good. They were, I like to undercook them a little bit. So I stay in the 15 minute range because I like my brownies to be gooier. Um, but yeah, they were delicious. Katie, as usual, you're the best. Thanks for coming on the podcast. Yes, Keep cooking. Keep being a great mom. Happy Mother's Day uh, last week. To the dog moms. Uh, to the dog moms. Um, that's right. Katie, you're the best. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you, guys. Bye. Uh, Ashley, another great week talking to you. Hey, uh, listeners, please review and rate us on wherever you listen to podcasts. We enjoy your feedback, uh, mostly positive, but we also uh, analyze the negative. Ashley, you're the best. You're the best. Uh, you guys can listen to a new in-depth episode of our podcast later this week with Kaylin Miller Keys. But for now, I've been Ashley. And I've been Ben. See ya. Follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it, Ben. Where did you hear this? On Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all with 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. 
Ooh, you do not have to say more to get me into this. To check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us was trying to brand us. We were going to become the McDonald's of kid treatment. Join my host as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.